Ah, I see you've got the fire going. Lovely. I've reset the traps outside, and Jasper's done a fine job of boarding up the windows. Yarp! Now there's only one way in, and only one way out. Yarp! I have a feeling we'll be receiving another visitor tonight. Keep that crossbow by your side. It might be the only weapon we have that can penetrate the beast's hide. Hello and welcome to another episode of the LARP Noobs. And uh, this time, well, first of all, we should say Happy New Year, actually. Yes, uh, Happy New Year. And as always, I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And <laughs> uh, we're going to uh, today be talking about um, a, a, a special event that you attended, which is a strange thing to say, uh, given the current times and situations, because this, but this was a digital event. It was a, it's, it's. It's LARPing over Zoom, which is like, I'll tell you what, right? So I heard about this from Daniel, who's a friend of the podcast. He basically messaged me about this group. And basically his, I think what he said was, it was a bit like Nightmare. Do you remember the um, like 80s, 90s TV show Nightmare, which we'll reference a lot during this. So let me just break down what the show was. A fantastic show, wasn't it, Ian? (laughs) Where a group of young adventurers were taken off to a, a castle where a dungeon master type character would greet them in a creepy way and he would have an assistant that was like a like it changed a, over seasons it but changed like, over, it was a, like it, a, a fawn and a genie and all kinds of weird stuff yeah so the basic gist was that one character would uh so one of the players would don a helmet which basically gave them no vision and the other players would observe that character and give them instructions as they went through this kind of virtual world um so they kind of was like this um this they, they were kind of watching a screen essentially which was their portal into this kind of and and us as a viewer's portal into this kind of alternate reality it was kind of like really early um augmented reality stuff essentially yeah so so I, I assume it was a lot of green screen and like they had like actors dressed up with very yeah. limited props and yeah. very limited graphics but it did yeah. the job and it was the stuff of Little boy Dave and little boy Ian's like <laughs> fantasy. It was the best. It thing, was right? super cool. It was and super notoriously cool hard as well. Like the, the the idea of like someone making it completing nightmare was the stuff of legend. Like you got to because yeah. there's no on demand stuff then, right? So if it happened to be on TV when you watched an episode where they actually made it, then that was. Yeah. I, I mean, wow, that people you know people didn't believe you if you said you'd seen it. Yeah, I mean, so I think it's it's kind of like that, but it also, I mean. Uh, this is some, something that I know a huge amount about, so you're going to be mainly talking about it. But is am I right in thinking it also sort of harks slightly to those um, atmosphere board games, which used to come with those cassette yeah. tape that yeah. would be like, you know, they'd kind of like the guy would sort of say stuff to you and you'd have to do things. Is it kind of like that? Let me explain what... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me go through it and then we can kind of draw our own conclusions. I've done one session... Mm-hmm. I had a spoilers. I had a blast, right? Like I had yeah. a really good time doing it. Um, basically, I'd, I'd uh, heard about it. I joined the Facebook group, and I'd kind of looked at a few dates and couldn't go on a couple of different ones. But then there was one mm-hmm. on the thirtieth uh, of December, and I was like, "Hey, I- I'm in tier four, so it's not like I'm going anywhere, right?" So I, I-, I was, gonna- I was planning on going somewhere over that that time. But because I was in tier four, I was like, oh, man, well, might as well, yeah. right? 
Might as well. We should say for we should say for international listeners, tier four is like pretty much full lockdown here in the UK, or as full lockdown as the UK is at the moment with with weird wackiness going on. Yeah, let's let's try and not talk about COVID too much. But yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's me stuck in my flat basically, and yeah. that's what's been going on for a very long time now. So um, yeah. let's see if you can judge the sanity of both our voices. Whether <laughs> we've changed a lot or not. Um, but basically, I signed up for it. It was a tenner. Which I thought was like, even if it's shit for a tenner, it's worth a pop, right? Like, uh, that's a very low. I don't know for me anyway. What do you think? Yeah, well, you sent it. You sent a, uh, a a post to me, and it was was one of those things where um, I hadn't really had a chance to uh, sort of like sort of check and get the time and stuff. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm interested, and I think the price point is right. Right now, I mean, obviously, right, you'll have to. Now. Yeah, you'll have to tell me. Obviously, when we get to production, and and I assume there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, let me. We'll go through so kind of my like experience, and we'll kind of explain as we go, yeah. like what, a few of the layers behind this this glorious onion that I encountered. Um, the so basically, you, you buy a ticket. With the ticket, you get given a link to a Zoom call. You basically just have to. So I messaged the guy that was running it, a guy called Ollie. He was really pleased that I, I was going to come. Very friendly guy. Um, you get given like a list of archetypes for your character, right? Oh, I mm. should say the setting is like 18th century. It's based on like European like folklore and grim tales, right? So that's the sort of world that we're in here. So um, just um, as a brief question, because looking from the website, uh, which is like the Facebook page, mm -hmm. am I right in thinking that it has, is there like one fixed genre or is it, are there multiple different genres or? Oh, at the moment, and this is, I might anything I say here take with a complete caveat. I've played classic. one session, yeah. classic. Yeah, so yeah. everything yeah. we say is potentially wrong. Absolutely, <laughs> and uh, it's your own fault for listening to this podcast if you want fact. Yeah, facts optional. We're not journalists. We're not journalists. <laughs> We're a bunch of idiots with microphones. So you knew what you signed up for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I think it all exists, from my understanding, in, in the same world, right? Okay. So, and that's expanding. So the law to the world is something that is kind of like in play right now. Mm. So different elements are being explored and characters are being introduced and things like that. And for those interested, we should probably say this is Storymasters Tales Online LARP. Am I correct yes, in that? That is so correct. If, if people want to sort of follow along and look at the page and stuff and get information about it. That's the place to go. I've had a I very, think, very brief look because I, I wanted to kind of enter this with kind of like you, the listener kind of level of knowledge. So I could quiz Dave. I feel, like, I feel like Story Master's Tales is like a really 90s title for a thing, right? Like, I don't know. It makes me, there's nostalgia to it for me. I don't know. Like in layers on this. So there, there used to be a TV show actually, which was called the storyteller. Or I think, I think I've got that right. And it was essentially oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's, so good. it was so good, but it Is was, that the it one was where they had like Jim Henson stuff in it. Yeah. And, and also uh strength. They did multiple different techniques. I think they even did a remake of it, but yeah, I think it kind of harks back to that kind of thing slightly from the, from the visual aesthetic vibes I'm getting. Do you know what? I'm you starting know. this and I'm already like, am I just really into this because of nostalgia? Am I being completely, I don't think I am, but let, let me, let me, let me continue. But isn't there a little bit of that involved in all up to, to be honest? Like, you know, a little bit of like you desiring the, the, the project of play, right. Is nostalgia in itself to a certain degree. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know. that's, that's a fair, I think that's fair. Um, so 
you buy your ticket, you get received this Zoom thing, message to Ollie, you get given all these archetypes. So there's a whole bunch of different archetypes, like mm. D&D galore, um, including a few like extra ones, right? And some of the extra ones were like pirate. And I was like, okay. well, I've just been doing D&D <laughs> and I just discovered I have a sweet, sweet pirate voice and I want to yeah. use it more, right? Like, so, because um, one of my characters ate a magic, magic mushroom and temporarily got <laughs> turned into a different character, which was a pirate. And then I was a pirate for a bit. And it was amazing. It was super cool. It was really yeah. good. It was really so good. I, was feeling, I was feeling kind of confident going in that. I was, well, I was more like, let's see if I can do the accent for a whole session, right? Like, that was hmm. my main objective to do it. But, um, yeah, and he was... And yeah, sorry, on, and sorry. to give a ballpark, how long roughly is the session? I mean, do you know? Do, you, do they give you like a cue to that going in? So or? it started at five thirty p.m. and mm -hmm. it went on till about say, oh, oh, I don't know. God, that's weird. I've got no concept yeah. of time. I think Maybe it was about eight or nine when you kind of took were talking yeah, to us about I it briefly. Think it was yeah, yeah, it's maybe an hour and a half two hours something like that like okay. I, we waited around afterwards and we spoke for about half an hour probably sure just to give people afterwards. a ballpark right of what yeah it's yeah. i'd say an hour and a half to two hours is something sure. about that okay. ballpark i could be wrong yeah. on that um a, a, a feature movie length kind of thing yeah almost. like it's a fun yeah. evening it's a fun yeah. evening right like yeah, that's, yeah. that's how i kind of view it right it's like your, yeah. your evening activity or whatever you know um so basically i got dressed up in all my larp kit as well, not all my lock kit, just the piratey type stuff. Yeah, and basically, you pulled off the aesthetic, right? Set up the webcam. Um, you change your backdrop, so so you know Zoom has like you can change your backdrop to be like blue screened onto something else. Oh yeah, and yeah, I think it just does it digitally for you, doesn't it? And just yeah, it's like of, it's yeah. pretty smart. It's a bit raggedy yeah. around the edges of a. Person, You've actually but... got a green screen as well, haven't you? Well, I've got the makings of a green screen. Yeah. I wouldn't. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. But yeah. the um the so basically, I found a like a ship docked in the Caribbean type fantasy D and D type image for my backdrop, cool. basically. And I stuck that on behind me and there I was ready to go rum in hand. Let's do this. So nice. basically it was coming up to five thirty, and I just, I joined about five, 10 minutes early and you're basically met with like a wall of people. Right. And mm. everyone's like chatting. I see. Okay. And I'm like, Oh snap. Like, we're, we're in. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just felt right. like literally like I'd, I'd wandered in, right? And it was like, it, this sounds like, oh no, how off-putting. But honestly, it was cool immediately listening to people talking. Like, people really are, there's some cool characters out there and mm -hmm. kind of fun people that you want to kind of, and there's all these little bits of lore that you're picking up by hearing them discuss certain topics. So I quite enjoyed just kind of hanging out. Um, um functionally how does it work with all of the different voice i mean because how many players basically and how many different voices are firing at the same time and are there separate rooms that you go to and okay, things like there that? were there were 12 players and one okay. dm okay, okay so one one uh, dm seems the actor the, the martha yeah. yeah exactly yeah. yeah um and that didn't i know it sounds like a lot 12 people but it didn't feel too much right mm. like i was quite happy just to fire in and I, I i can be quite talkative and annoying in D because i tend to hog the room a bit so I, i'm very conscious just to shut the hell up occasionally and just let other people talk or try and like feed other people into game but um yeah i actually found it not 
that bad at all, really, for the entire session. Uh, ever so often, there'll be a slight moment of people speaking over each other excitedly, but then mm. that would kind of simmer down and people would give each other like the spotlight, you know? I mean, do you find as well, like having the, and, and this is something we've learned through playing D&D, actually, having webcams and having, therefore, yeah. visual cues does help a lot with the, that sort of social thing. Because obviously, there's that natural delay that happens over, um, you know, Zoom or, or Discord, whatever it is yeah, that you're using. I'd say this is slightly different because the way I had my screen set up, mm. I had, uh, so I had a big screen of the the channel that Ollie, the games master, was actually streaming out. So I had that big, mm -hmm. and on the right hand side, I had uh, all the players. And whenever they spoke, they'll pop up into that list, basically, so okay. I could see them. But that does also give you visual cues anyway. Um, and I think it was like, I, I don't know, I, the, my group had a really nice dynamic. Cool. Like there were different people that were kind of like uh, different levels of conversation. Um, and, I don't know. Everyone let each other talk. It was a really nice experience, basically. Yeah. It yeah. was a lot like a kind of... Um, like, by the end of the session, if you ever played, like, a D&D &D session for the first time and you feel like a group coming together, that mm -hmm. sensation, whatever that is, I start to feel that by the end of this, like, little adventure yeah. that we'd had. Like, you start to know characters and interact with them and have mad yeah, I mean, it's getting into that kind of groove of cooperative storytelling, right? Rather than oh, uh, just yeah. espousing your own narrative for the sake of, of you, you can kind of start to enjoy the kind of the college of the collective, as it were. Very much so. I think there's like almost immediately that was like when you start presenting your character, people want to interact with that character. And mm -hmm. I think like with any good role play, like your character shifts and changes by because you're being questioned about who they are, right? Like so so my character was my character's called Charlie Aiken and I'm a pirate and we artists. Um and he's Charlie's a bit of a like a, a rap scallion. Like I was still like who's who is Charlie, right? Like my idea was he's been sailing around for the Caribbean and and India and all around this brave new worlds that he's kind of exploring. And maybe he's seen some like weird Aztec or whatever, you know what I mean? Some some spooky dookies yeah. along his he's he's seen some yeah. stuff, you know? Classic ghost pirate kind of shenanigans. Yeah, going like there's there was an element of undead and I was like at one stage I was like it'd be a lot harder to kill a dead man once he's already been dead or whatever, you know, like stuff like that, you know, like just yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good fun, man. It's I good fun. Uh yeah, it's good. Uh so and so I told Ollie who my character was I was I he I said can I know a little bit about like um maybe some spirits or whatever had some or seen something on my travels and he was like yep go for it hundred percent like whatever you want to do is all good um, and then he sent me a few photos right. now the photos he sent me he sent me a tiny little bit of uh text and some photos right I've put that in your uh, on a notepad because it's like a pin in it because um. The photos were good, but I only really looked at, there were four, and I looked at one specifically that was a character. So mm -hmm. I really focused on the character because I was like, I must remember if I see this guy, I know him, right? So that was my mm -hmm. thought behind it. I didn't pay a big enough attention to the other photos I got sent. Um, okay, so anyway, right? So this yeah. is all I'm armed with. We go in. So then everyone's chatting in character. I, I introduce myself. People are very friendly. We're talk talking a little bit about ourselves. You know, <clears throat> I was asking questions about the nature of the world or 
who whatever and people talking about all sorts of cool stuff because there's a lot of different classes that's another question sorry just the, yeah. the storytelling device that we're kind of setting up here that you're all communicating with is the idea that you're sort of all looking through some kind of astral mirror collectively or something or kind of yeah so yeah. so half five okay boom window opens up it's a fucking wizard ian it's a it's a goddamn wizard ian we're talking like white beard white long hair nice wizard right and the guy uh the guy doing it oh the quasimore quasimore the wizard ian okay and he's our like dungeon master who's like the benevolent all-knowing character that's coming in to help us out and he was kind of like old and nice and it, loved it immediately right and everyone was like asking questions about him and basically the to answer your question we were in a sort of time like bubble mm -hmm. where we had and this was the idea of us moving through these different scenes and areas that we're mm. stuck in time or having been grabbed by another power and now yeah. we're being helped by quasimore while going through this journey right looking and at we the website it kind of sells that vibe that there's these kind of different people pulled out almost of different dimensions and sort of drawn together am i kind of correct so in thinking kind that? of i think we we'd all i think there was a common law about the area that we lived in like i hmm. might have been to a pub called the what's it called the merry pig right mm -hmm. and i've done some gambling mm -hmm. there right so we were from the area but i think there's a lot of kind of like um you can put that down to like there's a there's another power that's brought us sure. in or whatever sure. i don't know you can but they've got a device to sort of bring you yeah. guys together and yeah it's a but it's, i'd also it. say it's a lot more it feels looser than that it feels a lot more kind of like filled it fill it with imagination if you want right like yeah. that's a you know if you want to ask a question we can have fun exploring it together you know it's, it's yeah. good um so charlie was obviously a bit out of his element not really knowing anything about this sort of carry on so mm -hmm. he had a few questions to ask about what was going on and um, oh yeah but i should say so the wizard is in a set right like a proper mm -hmm. studio set right so he's at a table with props and there's a stone wall behind him lighting the whole i mean it's it's cool right like yeah. it's really nicely done then we get basically set a task. I don't want to go too much into exactly what happened because they might run this story again. Sure. And I don't want to ruin it, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there was a, a, a basic gist of what we we're going to be doing. And uh, yeah, we were told basically there was a kind of a risk of death at the end of this because we were going to potentially be put down into a dungeon. Okay. Right. <laughs> and okay i'm gonna i'm gonna do some spoilers so if there's out of time people that are gonna do that i'll try and be vague but if you don't want to know anything about it and you've been interested this far I'll, the website will be in the description just go to it now so i might drop minor spoilers or major spoilers depending on how excited i get while telling the story so sure. spoiler warning done let's move on Ian. okay so yeah. we've been told that we've been zapped across and there's like different forms of magic spiraling around us or anything and one of those is uh necromancy right, right. you don't want to fuck with necromancy right <laughs> like that's always bad so everyone's a bit concerned and we're told that we might potentially die in this so we're basically going to be dumped off in this dungeon and we're gonna to have to survive but before we get there we have to try and find allies or people that can help us okay so we're then sent on off to like there's there's a a, a teleporty and then we go through and we get to another screen okay 
And this is like a, a translucent old woman with a haggard face. And okay. she's like this weird witch type woman. And she's and like this, a spirit. This is another actor or is this a, this a player? This is, this is what I only assume is the same actor. Just between these transitions, he's... Womp, 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 like changing all like of his outfit. Yeah. yeah, like a full like uh, Kylie Minogue change. Do you know what I mean? Like completely and then sets out and there he is as this thing. Um, yeah, very impressive, right? Um, so then we're all like talking among ourselves and she's there moving around. Anyway, she's like this, this wise woman or whatever called Ursula, right? And she's in her astral form because her body is actually sleeping by the fireplace and she doesn't want to wake her up. So we're speaking to this other that's version cool. of, her, of her out of her body. Yeah, that's a sort of like, Mwah. that's yeah, a lovely yeah, yeah. touch, isn't it? Right? Yeah, so yeah. just going to see the wise woman, she's, a, she's out of her body and doing weird crap, right? We have a conversation with her about things. Straight, okay, I, I decided that I would use an old tactic to try and gain friends, which is to use a little bit of charm, Ian. A little bit of charm just mm. to, you know, help things along. And so I, I might... I, sorry, and I guess yeah. this is probably a good point to ask about game mechanics yeah. in terms of, do you, are there, are there, is it just full-on LARP or are there skills or are, is, there, is there anything like that? Or is it, no. there's so, no dice, there's no things no. like that. You have to so RP everything out. No. So it's it's RPing and it's kind of led by people in game and it's about decisions that are made, right? So I'll actually I'll, uh, I I will be giving examples because it's hard to tell this without really giving good sure. examples, right? So in this case, um I was basically I I said some very nice compliments in a little bit of a flirtatious way to the old lady and then she started to like us a bit, okay? So she helped us out a little bit. And it was it was a good time. It was a fun time. Um, okay. And then we, but there's so all the different characters that we had, like have their own specialty, right? So some of these, some of them are like sorcerers or alchemists or um, who else was there? Like a, a ranger was there, right, with a bow and people like this. We can't take anything out of the world. Or we can't give anything to the world, right? So right. say if you sit there with, oh, I've got this gemstone sat next to me. I'll give this to them. And it's like, well, I can't take anything from you, right? Right, but right, right. There were ways to gain items in the game, and there were ways to, I assume, to use those items that we had gained in the game, right? Sure. So and, uh, and say for you as a pirate, do you have like, is there a skill set or anything like that, or items that come with that? No. Like, is it just no. purely an RPing? I platform? think it's, it's not purely RPG. I, I get the feeling that some people do have gold because that was mentioned. I'm not sure about this, but like some people had gold. So I'm assuming there might be some items that people sure. might have or things that bestow on them at some point. But I didn't see any of that in this. But there's not like a loadout. So like the ranger with their bow, no. it's not like no. by virtue of being a ranger, you have a bow kind of thing. The way I took to it was thinking. How would my character, Charlie Aitken, the pirate, approach mm. each of these problems and how would he solve them? Is how sure. I thought about it in an RP way, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to talk to Ollie about a lot of these points, actually. But anyway, but yeah. let's start off like we usually do, not knowing much about it and then trying <laughs> to sell it to people and then like, see if they like it. So, but it's dope. Um, right. We then 
after the old lady, we then get moved on to another section, which I won't spoil too much about. But we met a like a troll type figure, and he was like, but it was all video stuff, so that he'd gone out and shot video and put that on loops. And then when we would right. talk, he would voice over the, the the creature speaking to us, which was really really awesome. Um, we had to get past him in order to do that. I told a story. Okay. Right. So that's an example of like. I think of how you approach problems in this. Like I was just like, well, why don't we use a story? It was like a fey realmy type thing. So I was like, well, in my in my culture, occasionally we tell a story as as payment, you know. Like uh, so, that was the idea of trying to do that. So I I basically I had this idea for a story for Empire, and I was like, it's still so rough in my head. And basically, I blasted out a very rough version of that story. And everyone was really, really nice about it, and really complimentary and very, very cool. And that that worked in getting us onto this next section, which was That's cool. Yeah, really fun, right? So I feel like, as with D&D and, and with LARP, right? Like, putting your all into it can often be rewarded, right? Like, yeah. about... At, yeah. at the same time, you should obviously always don't be a dick and let other people talk and yeah, don't just yeah. hog it. But um, after that, we went into another area where there was this crazy looking outfit, right? Like a, a like Eldari, Elvish, Fey creature. And we chatted to them. And oh man, I don't want to give spoilers, but like. Like one of our party, Ian, didn't make it out of that area. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, so, so death is a very real possibility, then, isn't it? It's not so much death. Okay. It's kind of like, yeah, it was a weird, like, sure. there was some back and forth decisions were made, and then um, someone stepped up to the plate, and then they were they were taken, Ian. So that's like one aspect of it, which I find like I love that, and also mm. the kind of. The, the the weight of responsibility that you get at LARP sometimes, you know, because you're doing it for real, right? Yeah, There's yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the pang of real adrenaline and fear and response that comes into certain situations. Like mm. I had a few of those while playing this, and I think that's a really good sign about. Yeah, that's nice. Because it's just because it's Zoom, that you that can get broken down sometimes. And you can really get some immersion through playing the game, you know. So mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. that's one thing I'll say about that mechanically as well like in terms of like that player no longer being present i mean no spoilers uh but yeah is that is the player still able to engage in the rest of the game or are they essentially out of the session at that point um that's a very good question i don't know because i didn't speak to them okay from my point of view they were external i don't know what that means for them i don't know what it means for the game i don't know whether what sure. i don't know any of that right don't know, sure. um all i would say is that in the kind of Deep. everyone was happy everyone was yeah. really stoked with what had happened so i don't know what that means i don't know what it means for future sessions with that character sure, sure, sure. or whatever that means so i, I don't know yeah. Yeah. um and then basically after that encounter which i'd love to go into more detail but i won't um basically then we came to a like the end screen because that was the end of the session right like mm -hmm. because we were about to go into the dungeon with and we had we had gained like something that was going to help us for the dungeon section um which became a physical item in the world that we were watching by the way so when we gained That's it cool. uh Quasimor actually had the items that was a nice little touch of like i have been given this and we're gonna we'll use this to help you type thing like That's um, nice. 
very cool dude. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Ollie was very apologetic about technical dif- difficulties that he had. I didn't. I I enjoyed it a lot. Like, I think I think there's a danger when you're doing RP and things like this that that ten minutes where you're kind of like when you're dungeon master, right? And yeah, you're tough. and you're like, oh man, I'm padding this out and I haven't got this ready. And the players are all talking about themselves while you're panicking, looking through notes. The, from the players' point of view, they're sat there happily RPing for ten minutes with the the rest of their party and are oblivious to your panic, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. like from my point of view. I just really enjoyed interacting with the other people. I should say the other people are like, there's from obviously like the United Kingdom and Ireland, but there are Americans there or North Americans, I should say. I don't know whether they were Canadian or not, but I, I get the feeling that there'll be, and I've, there might've been some other na- nationalities there as well, but it's a very international affair. And that's one thing okay. I really like about it, that people yeah, kind of cool. from, from different communities uh, are kind of coming together and like learning to, to love together. I think that's, Mwah, love it. I think from what I saw, there's actually a number of different time slots as well. So there are time slots that may work better with your time zone restrictions. Uh, you know, obviously, yeah. Uh, I think five so, thirty. That... Yeah, I think there was an afternoon session and evening session sometimes. Yeah. You'd have to check all this. Yeah, and I think it opens doors potentially to people who are in different time zones to have you know more optimum slots that they can actually engage in. Yeah, massively. Yeah. I, I mean, like that's. We'll move past the game now, and we're just yeah. going to talk about some of the, the, the kind of theories that stuff that are exciting me about this as a concept and mm. the way that Ollie's running it. So, from what I understand, Ollie ran a or does run a theater which is based on more like an interactive theater. So, small groups would go there and they would do small performances where there would be like uh, not like an escape room, but you know, like a puzzle game. Yeah or an RP session or something, right? And I really like this idea, by the way, of having a, like professional actors dressed in all the kit, pretending to be characters, maybe playing with children or families or groups, right? I think it's a cool... I like that idea, right? whatever. Mm. But um, because of COVID, he was kind of stuck. He couldn't do that anymore, right? Because you can't have any groups and you can't have... It's just not safe. So his idea was to then take those expertise and move them to this arena of doing LARP online. And I think it's mm. fucking genius. I think it's such a good idea. So basically from what I understand, he's using OBS, which is like a streaming program. Basically what it allows you to do is create a virtual camera, which you can tell Zoom, this is my output, but effectively you can put what you like onto that, right? So you can change mm-hmm. different scenes, you can go to different cameras, you can do different effects. There's lots of different stuff you can do in OBS. Yeah. Um, and he's basically using that to pa- drive his whole show. So he's using video, he's using live performance, he's using these awesome sets. He's got a whole bunch of really cool costumes that he's got ready to go, different characters. Um, and I think, like, the, the at the moment, the limitations are there's only one of him, mm. right? But I think there would be ways to have potentially multiple groups happening at the same time, potentially sure. their things uh what they do interacting with each other uh discord might be interesting i think to work on that maybe with the multi-room function i don't know yeah uh, i think multi-rooms might work quite well and also the idea of having you know you can have multiple game masters and obviously once covid restrictions do ease up of course then it opens opportunity for potentially more individuals being in the same room and things like that do you know do you know what it reminded me of and this is this is quite a personal thing ian but i'm gonna bring it up now anyway because this is what it reminded me of when we were like early teenagers right 
we created a game for your birthday where a whole bunch of me and my yeah. friends ran out into our village and we all had to like pretend to be different characters and you had to work out this like mystery that we'd set up for you around the village and you ran off it was night and we just it was it was madness and chaotic but that's cool. what it, that's what it reminded yeah. me of that kind of like boyish excitement of kind of like getting into a really fun like yeah. imagination filled uh session i think that yeah. i think that's one thing that i highly highly praise ollie for is giving this impression of a much wider world with lots and lots of possibilities like when we came through those those teleporty bits what the hell were we going to find right that that was, that was what was exciting about it for mm. me was to be mm. presented with these unique and fun environments to interact with you know Oh, I think that's a really cool idea. And I think, it, it, as you say, it does open up a lot of opportunities for things. And also, uh, you know, different genres. Like, you could easily do a sci-fi version, you know, uh, traveling to a different noir, planets. A noir yeah. detective one. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, massive. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you could easily do Starship so-and-so, and you're all, like, uh, pilots of different starships or whatever in some kind of rinky-tink world. You're, you in a, you're in a bar and someone gets killed, right? And you have to yeah. work out who... All that like, kind of stuff. Like and I think that like um, they I think this is why I'm so excited about it because there's a there's a level of professionalism from the performance and mm. the props and all that stuff that I really feel is like like a very very good and gives me a lot of confidence yeah. in this going forward. So yeah, I think it would be. I also would be curious to see what happens post COVID with this as well, whether it would expand because I think it's something I think as a as a nugget of an idea, it's really 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 got a lot of potential. Um, yeah. Well, I think okay. also being able to combine it, like with uh, like the the thing is as well, you could do you can do like both, right? You can do hybrid systems where you can have these kind of things with the idea of maybe you have friends over, you know, you all meet up at someone's house in groups, and maybe you are the crew of a starship, and maybe there is a thing going on, and it's obviously it's not got the same restrictions that say a COVID environment puts on. And you can still do all of this stuff. Who knows, right? I, I think I, I, I'm sure people are. I, I've seen on the Facebook group people posting letters, like IC letters and yeah. things like that. So I think there's something nice about this, like uh, lineage of LARP coming into this. That there's a few kind of like the the the, the world is continuing outside of mm. the game, and those yeah. characters, like there's one character in there um, who called Robert. Who kept throwing me under the bus, right? He just kept on like <laughs> it was hilarious. Like it was hilarious. It was just and it was like at the first one, I was like, cheeky motherfucker. You know what I mean? But the second time I was like, How dare you, sir? And all this stuff and outrage and just everyone's having a really good time, you know? It's like it was yeah. a really nice little group. And um what's kind of interesting is I think there's a couple of different, like, there's I don't know how many players there are. At the moment, fifty maybe. I don't. I don't know. But they're, mm. they're kind of rotating in and out, so it's going to be a different bunch of people that you roll with each time. I think most. Of the yeah, time. I, mean, I was going to ask that as a separate question. So there's no pressure on you necessarily attending the next one in order to no. go into the dungeon, for example. No, the, You've changed the key that so that other people can potentially can go into the dungeon. Dude, annoyingly, the next session I'm working both nights. Right. So actually, I start work when the session ends at eight o'clock, basically. So I actually have to be at work at eight p.m. to, oh, to get. So, dude, it's a. It, and I. It's what it is. It is what it, it is. is. Dude, a hundred percent. Like I work shifts. It's fine. But um, yeah, it, it is like I was genuinely excited to see how this crew go. There is a part of me, obviously, that is like, well, thank God I'm not going in with those guys. They're all going to get themselves murdered down there, you know. So, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> 
better skip that one out, you know. But who knows what Charlie's been up to while everyone else went down the dungeon? Maybe got zipped off to another place or did whatever, you know. It's kind of it's fun, and it's yeah. it's the the imagination side of it is something that I I just I just think is fantastic. So. Yeah. Well, I think for you as someone, because obviously you've got a background in uh, TV and sort of more kind of production side stuff as well. Uh, it must kind of, for you, I think, like fire a lot of kind of possibilities when it you just, think it, about it, what it can be. Definitely. Definitely. And it made me kind of see like... With an, I'm not. This isn't me signing up to do it, but like with enough organization and the right people doing the right bits, like it, you could do something really multi-layered and really fun. I think mm. of it. Like the the what, what's happening now is totally worthwhile, right? For yeah. like an hour and a half, two hours, going out there and actually having like an absolute blast with a whole bunch of random people. A very professional actor giving you these great scenes. It works, but then my little nerd starts kicking, and I'm like world building and different groups, and you could have different villages that that like they operate separately to each other and different characters can maybe visit from one place to the other or whatever. I, lots sure, of ideas. Each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, do no, like no. the idea of a spaceport though. That's another fun idea. Like the different genres, like you said. Yeah, a lot of cool ideas. So uh, honestly, I just, I, I wish all the best to them and I really hope that they continue to have success. I think, I think people from what I gather are enjoying it, continue to enjoy it. So but you, I mean, I you know. seem really hype about it, and I, I'm, I'm definitely yeah. intrigued. I think I would definitely be up for doing one at some point. So, I, I yeah, I'm almost like tempted that you go without me because it's mm, like maybe. there's something maybe. to be said about like I don't know, like I didn't know anyone, mm. um, and that I found it reward, very right? yeah, but I found it really welcoming and fun. Yeah. So I don't know if, if anyone else wants to give it a go and let's let me know. Like, please do let me know about what you think about it, right? Um, and we'll uh, 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 well. I'll, I'll go when I have the opportunity, basically, mm. as well. So, yeah, I mean, so. I think, you know, obviously time restrictions are, are true for everyone. So another question I had, um, like, functionally how it works, is there, like, a session zero? Is there, like, a, a thing with, like, say, you and Ollie where you kind of meet up and talk for your character? Is that all just done through... I did that through uh, Facebook. Emails and, and there, Facebook, and, stuff, Facebook right? and it was a very brief conversation. Sure. Um, so you don't have... There's not a huge setup time is what I'm, like... No. Oh, very... I forgot to mention the photos. Right. I didn't... There was something... You know, like, like yeah. I, I missed something in one of the pictures, and I'm not mad at that. I like, like, I could be like, oh man, like, why didn't they make that more obvious or whatever? But I love the fact it was information that they gave to me, and the game outplayed me, and I love that. I'm like, I should have been more conscious that by all the information, this small amount of information I'm given about what happened, I should, mm. I should be on that and like take more care, uh, care in, in, in really looking through it and working out exactly what it all means. You know? So you are given like a, a player packet, if you like, essentially, that has like this. There's a PDF of... on yeah. the website and that has uh, the pre the, the kind of character archetypes, but also like a bit of backstory about like locations and people and things like that. Like it's a, yeah. it's a brief overview. Um, a lot of LARPs do them. Actually, a lot of the smaller LARPs will give yeah. you these like PDF documents. Very yeah. similar to that, basically. Yeah. No, it, I think it sounds really, really good fun. And I, I think it's something that I will give a go. Yeah, sure. I think for sure. it, it's, I, I, um, I mean, you seemed so excited about it when you came back off it. And it was kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, man, I, this, I could dig this quite a lot, actually. Yeah, and I have to say, like, a lot of my kind of awkward preconceptions before going to normal LARP were the same, 
like judgy preconceptions about going to this, right? Mm. What if I'm got stuck with the wrong group of people? What if it's so cringe? What if it's all this, right? Like those those worries that I had before I went to Empire. And and the same thing happened again. Those melt away very, very quickly once you engage with the game and start having fun. So yeah. that, that's that's what I'd say. If you're if you're kind of feeling that way about it, I would I would urge you to just give it a crack. Give yeah, it, I think you're stuck inside in COVID. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I right. think a lot of that stuff, though, is like, in a, in a way, is uh, an expression of your own sort of insecurity, almost kind of going into it. Like your nerves kind of sometimes make you kind of come up, like they they bring up that barrier. Oh, what if it is cringy? And I'm, it's almost like a, a layer of your own nerves going into it. I sometimes. think that's, yeah, totally. Or, or you just, or you don't feel like you're part of the group and being carried along in the story, right? Yeah. Like you don't yeah. want to feel like, outside of the group just watching it but i think there was something i think there's that fear of joining an established thing sometimes and not being clued up but it sounds like that definitely didn't happen and you were really quickly welcomed welcomed into it all and kind of very much so i think maybe that's something to do with the character as well that i played because it doesn't matter whether charlie knows shit or not he can just be charlie his whole way through it so that doesn't matter i i think like might you might feel pressure from sorcerers about law and things like that maybe but i I think message them put groups on there like the Mm. people that i played with and the general vibe i get off the um the whole facebook thing is very inclusive uh very welcoming informative fun and like like i was saying before this game feels like it's being made right now i don't feel Mm. like i'm walking into something that is this there's law books and books and books of law on this there is Mm -hmm. The imagination of Ollie and the world he's creating, and that, and the imagination of the players while playing it, are building into that world and creating its atmosphere and creating its vibe, which it mm. is cool to be a part of, you know, and cool to watch. Yeah, no, I dig it. I think, um, yeah, I think it's just all about the possibilities about where it can take you and the different things that you as a player can now choose to explore. I mean, who knows you'll be who you'll be thrown in with next time, right? It could be some of the same people, in which case you'll have a rapport. Yeah, and it could be entirely new people. I mean, who knows? Maybe there's another pirate. Well, it's like, right? well, what what happens if I bump bump into Robert again, right? Like, right. are we gonna feud? Are we gonna feud? Right? Like, yeah. is this gonna is this gonna, is this gonna be a problem? Right? Like, um, all sorts of good stuff, right? Like, um, and it was I, I don't know. There was a few. I don't know how much I can go. There was a few moments in it where we kind of supported other characters, right? Mm-hmm. Or people were saying something, then we would have a brief back and forth about it and answer um there was a lovely cooperation and attitude on that that the group that i played so yeah i I shouldn't say all this because if you go you'll have really high expectations and then it will get ruined because people aren't talking to you the way you want to i'll go go with an open heart go with an open mind and, and give it a crack basically at worst it's a couple of hours of watching some nerds explore a really fun story that that at worst you're gonna that's all that it's gonna be at worst you might be bored you might be right, like that. That's one thing I say to it. So, and, and for a tenor, what have you got to lose what as you, well? Like, you, it's really not a lot, right? Like, what have you I got mean, to lose? Well, a tenor, know, a, a tenor, Ian. You could lose a tenor. So, yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing. And I think, as with a lot of this stuff, I think it does. And, and this is something we found, obviously, in LARP and and and, and all these kind of things. Really, is that there is a degree of what you put in is what you get out, right? You, like you have to engage and. If, if you don't and if you're if you you know you are a bit nervous that's okay too you know you can sit back and enjoy other people's kind of i think uh, i stuff. think so it's like yeah i think that there's, there's this is what i 
I now consider myself to be like a LARP advocate, right? Because I, I, I have a firm belief that by testing out being brave in these controlled environments like LARP, you can you can really break through some barriers that you might be facing in the real world. You know, I think there's a reason why we play. And I think um, Story Masters Tales Online LARP is just another mechanism or avenue you can explore to 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 play with that you know so um that's the way i would kind of consider it you know there's that whole thing of like fake it till you make it kind of stuff and you can you can do that to a degree right like with with larp you know you can kind of you know not in a kind of a deceitful kind of way or anything like that but you can experiment with the idea of just being like for example with talus in in empire right what's it like to have ian be in command of a group right and be the leader right which isn't naturally necessary the role that i fill maybe but it's also then like maybe i am a uh, we know, could like we could go hard out into this where i'm like talking about how life gives you roles right like if you're a yeah. manager of a shop you play the manager of a shop right like it's you're still confined to certain boundaries by everything sure. that goes along with that so you might not have any chance to explore what it would be like to be the ceo or the or the shelf stacker right like whatever yeah. I, I don't know it's also all that, that that aspect of that sometimes you are in 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 a way a different version of yourself with different people like you are different with your parents you're different with your with maybe one group of friends maybe different with a, a, a different group of friends mm -hmm. with co-workers do you act differently you know and it's not necessarily none of these things are a deceit they're just uh they're just different I, yeah but they're giving those experiences that have kind of uh created you know they, they've kind of you've, you've fallen into certain groups depending on whatever the dynamic of those individual groups are yeah i totally um, I, I agree and i think there's a, but I, I think we can start the stories that the world around us tell us about ourselves can we can start to believe after a long time right yeah like if anyone's been unemployed for a long period of time knows what like feeling utterly crap because of your station within society feels like right like i remember very distinctly i i was unemployed for uh, it was a, a long time it was just after 2008 mm. and i just got back from back into the uk and it was awful and i was stuck and i was unemployed and I, I, I got turned down for a job at domino's pizza right like this is how desperate i was for work and no one would hire me and i remember i got a job and i remember feeling like someone asked me like oh what do you do and i I'd said this job title that i was now doing and that weird sense of well i haven't changed at all i'm still the person i was when i was unemployed but now i'm really proud of this job title mm. um yeah i think in a roundabout way larp can allow us to do that right we can start to play a role of someone that we maybe we want to be or parts of ourselves that we want to explore and expand that maybe we've been limited by in our in the rest of our world you know and you can break down those things as well and it, and it's you know if you know I'm very happy with my my current life, but I yeah. can also break down various things and explore them in a character. Like, what is it like to have these kind of a tragic backstory? Yeah, and I think that's like massively. And I think that's one of the the big kind of things that people get wrong about fantasy. It and we don't need to view like you don't need to be have anything wrong or feel like there's anything wrong. To just to want to explore these and develop your character you don't need mm. a reason to, to to you don't need let me put this right you can be a free person within normal society right where you don't mm. give a fuck about what anyone else thinks of you and you're a strong independent person but you can still explore a whole bunch of yourself by playing larp it's not something like mm. there's no defeat uh 
a defect in you for having to want to explore this stuff. You can just you can just play it and explore it and have fun, you know. Well, I mean, it, and as we keep coming back to it, is it, it is this idea of play and the idea of uh, you know, exp I mean, acting, playing, all these different things and all these different kind of ways of self-expression. I mean, this is, I mean, there's something just core and healthy uh, that is part of it that is. In, involved in the human psyche in some way uh, sort of... dude i think when you start speaking this way as well like I, I was speaking to a few people at work about larp and um i don't often talk about larp but it comes up occasionally mm. right um and they were talking to me about it and i was just like I, I was talking basically a few of the key points that we were just talking about there how it's kind of fun just to explore other sides of your personality it's a bit like uh, improv theater with rules is a good way to describe yeah. larp sometimes um but I think it really resonates with people. Like once you start explaining it, like even like kids role play all the time mm. and they stop. I don't know why we stop like in a safe, good environment. I think there's something really healthy and it can be self-affirming or self-enlightening by doing it. So I certainly don't think there's any harm from doing it. Let me put it that way. Right. Like on the flip side of this, like um, I, I don't the, the people's apprehension about LARP and role play is often now quite odd to me, right? Like, uh, mm. I think it's a lot more natural than you think it is. I, mean, I think we, we do caveat a lot of this is, as with all things, there are unhealthy ways of, of do, you know, dealing with these things and expressing yourself in these ways. And, you know, just basically just don't be a dick is the, is the classic line. You know, if, if, if you're yeah. not being a dick, generally, you know, just give good vibes and make a good experience. For also, people. like, if you are dealing with serious, like, actual serious medical, uh, mental health stuff or things like that, that, that professionals are better at that, right? That's not what you yeah. should be there. It's, we we're talking about a lot more, yeah. more of a kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I think, like, you know, a degree of self-awareness is always necessary whenever approaching any of these kind of things. You know, yeah. what is your what is your degrees of tolerance, whatever it is that you're going to engage in, and what do you want to engage in? Ultimately, it's a pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Right. For 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 yourself, for those around you, it's a, and it's a shared activity, right? It's a social yeah. thing. I think that's maybe something that I really enjoyed about it as well was this kind of group thing that was mm. so lacking in our lives during COVID is to have this kind of like big yeah. group experience especially with strangers to be honest because like mm. you know me and you talk regularly online and things like this but how often are you coming into contact with people that aren't people that you work with or within your social bubble it's nice I to think, meet some more people i think that is actually a needed thing as well like i am quite a loner and i am quite uh you know i mean to be honest with you i i tend to cope okay during all of this kind of stuff it's it doesn't it hasn't really impacted me that heavily and I, i'm quite fortunate in that way just way i'm wired probably but mm -hmm. at the same way at the same point i think there is something very nice about just you know putting yourself in positions where you may encounter someone and you may have to have a conversation and, and it's not something where oh that's david i know him we have this history you know i mean it's 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 nice to have those kind of those kind of uh, opportunities to interact with new people i think that's a very human thing as well dude you totally know. um and on that wholesome note i think we should uh, wrap it there because we're definitely getting yeah. off topic and i think thank you for telling me about it uh i was uh, you seem so excited when you came back from doing it and i think it sounds like a fantastic project yeah this is a few uh, days old now so i was like my hype levels were yeah you were jamming dude you were totally buzzing afterwards like absolutely yeah. buzzing um yeah thank you to ollie um 
for making the game and, and having us having me along and thank you very much to all the uh, other players that i played with you guys were a hoot um yeah. we should also say thank you very much to uh, our patrons uh for yeah. sticking with us during covid i mean yeah. we're still putting out episodes slowly but surely um i mean also thank you to everyone who turned up to the new year's event i know that maybe there were some technical issues when we were doing it but we all had a good time and it seemed like people who were there had a good time it was a good it was a good laugh and uh, and I think yeah. as as the, the the podcast is if the if you're if you're getting anything out of the podcast during lockdown, believe me, it's we're getting it tenfold back. Yeah. We your yeah. support during this time really means a lot to us. The fact people are still downloading it and still enjoying it, um, it definitely yeah. gives us drive and, and motivation to to, to it, keep on plugging on. You know, it's crazy to think that you guys can bear to listen to us for so long. To be honest, I mean, <laughs> the amount of waffle that I come out with. <laughs> no, it's yeah. So thank you so much, everybody, and I really hope uh, that you will have an amazing uh, new year. Um, yeah, an amazing twenty twenty is done, people. It's done. Yeah. All right, we're gonna it's in the can. We're gonna wrap up whatever the last of what twenty twenty gave us, and then we'll we'll get on with the rest of this century. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah. Who knows what's next? But we'll be doing stuff, and hopefully, yeah. you know, do something that you guys. We shall laugh again. Right. Well, uh, strength to the empire. Strength in the bar. It's here. You'll probably only get one shot, so make it count. Steady. Steady. Now, shoot! <laughs> Quickly, after it! Blast! It's gone. Damn fine shooting on your part, though. Look here! It's blood. If it bleeds. We can kill it. <laughs>